Ah, quick warning, the audio quality on this is really bad. I did it in the wind, and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just having fun, so sorry. There's a lot of popping P sounds, because that's just how it works when I'm recording this on my phone, so forgive me and enjoy. Let's get into it. And I am back. This time, a little a little uh, more punctual. It's been about a week, maybe two weeks, since the last one, rather than almost a year, but yeah, I don't know. I think I was encouraged by the last one, so I thought, uh, you know, I uh, was more eager to come back, and I've also been thinking of ideas, and I think this is going to be a good one. So um, I guess I can start with a couple updates in my life, in case any of you are listening as these are uploaded. I guess, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but my assumption is that most people that listen to this are going to be friends of mine, like way in the future that are like dude i i know you like podcasts you should do one and then i'm gonna be like dude i i do one and they're gonna be like what and then they're gonna look it up and go back and listen maybe so i'm assuming there's no one listening like as they're being uploaded because i have never told someone and my rule is like not to tell someone unless they ask it's kind of like a life thing but man not the best marketing scheme but my point is to my future listeners this one is uh right on the tail of the last one so um, yeah, so life update. Um, I think I, I, I kind of predicated a lot of the concept of this podcast on the fact that, like, I live in where I live in China, and it seems as if I may be moving away. Um, I haven't had time to call all my family and tell them yet because it's been an insane couple weeks. So, man, hopefully they're not scouring the podcast uh, servers looking for my name and listen to this before I get a chance to call them in the following weeks. But I guess my podcast family's my real family. So, uh, yeah, here you go. Uh, I think it's time to move on to another chapter. I feel uh, I feel God's kind of calling me to do something else with my life. Uh, a lot of open doors to go elsewhere. So... I think it might be my my time might be expiring here soon, which is very sad on a lot of levels. And I'm kind of going out, dragging my feet, because I'm not super excited to leave like my whole life, my house, all my friends. But I've done it before, and uh, it always always works out best if you follow uh, uh, Father's will. So I'm gonna keep going by that mantra. I don't think uh, he'll ever let me down. So. Yeah, I mean, I know that's like kind of the vaguest thing ever, and you're probably like, oh, this guy's for sure like a secret agent or can't tell us, but it's honestly not. It's just it's just a situation of <sighs> sometimes you just you just need a need a fresh start. So, I think I think that's what's uh in store for old uh old Connie. So, yeah. Nothing immediate. Might might take a couple months. Might take like a year. I, my guess is it'll be around January, February, but I have no clue. Um, so we'll definitely update you guys. Um, so yeah, that's been going on. Uh, one of my best Chinese friends found out that he might have amyloblastoma, which you all know about, of course. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But it's like a tumor in your jaw. It's pretty rare. And uh, half the time it's, well, not half, but sometimes it's uh, benign sometimes it's cancerous so we're gonna hopefully find out tomorrow or at least make an appointment tomorrow to see what it is and i'm 
went to his hometown with him and just trying to make sure he feels like he's not alone and you know trying to be a good friend and I think I've really impacted him with just being there for him which is really great and I know in my hard times in life like I've had a couple key like leaders in my life really be there for me so just trying to pass it on um and I got to meet his family and they're really cool and they actually don't speak Mandarin which is the main language in China and they don't speak Cantonese which is a secondary it's uh they're like a they're called a minority here like a minority people but I know in America that's like a bad word but here it's like it's actually what you're supposed to say like minority people and it's basically like they're Native American like there's a bunch of tribes and and uh they're like all different people groups with different like dialects that are sound completely different and they dress differently and have their own food and he's high people group which is uh one of the big ones and uh so anyways his parents speak Hanyi language and they don't speak mandarin in china which is crazy um i think that's even crazier than not speaking english in america because like america is like pretty diverse but man china like mandarin is pretty much like the law so these people live an interesting life they they basically are kind of like in their in their community in their village like everyone speaks that and there's not a thought of like, oh, I got to go off and do something big, so I need this other language. It's like, nah, man, got my life, got my family, got some rice, got, you know, some meat and vegetables every night and kind of content. So it's pretty fun to go eat with them and experience that that side of the country. I would say that the driving was absolutely horrifying, though. Like, like I was in the backseat of this taxi, and, like, we're going down this giant, curvy hill down this mountain pass, like, like if you've ever been to Washington state in America, like the, the main pass in between the mountains to go from the West side of the state to the East side of the state, it's like this curvy high speed, like rainy, uh, pass. And that's basically where we were driving through. But this dude was passing people like on a two lane road, like going around the corner passing. And then a car would be coming around the corner and he would quickly get back in the lane, like slam on the brakes. And everyone else was completely content with this. And I was just like, man, like, can I pay him more to like, stop doing this? And my friend's like, no, no, it's just what we do. And I was like, I will give any amount of money. Like I'm so scared. And the seatbelts were disabled in the back of the car. Cause you don't wear seatbelts in the back in China, only in the front. So, uh, yeah, dude, that it was, it was nuts. Like I was so scared, but then at the same time, I was like, well, if I'm supposed to die in this random village in southwest China with my friend, then I guess I'm supposed to. So I just kind of sat there and was nauseous, but we made it, and uh, it was a cool trip. So anyways, it was nice to help him out, Um, and (sighs) yeah, my kids are asking for a little sister, which is weird, and they... They just modify their names into girl names. And they're like, we could name her this. And I'm like, well, probably would be more creative than that. But I appreciate helping get the ball roll rolling. Um, but as of now, I neither Hannah nor I want to. At least, like, if we go back to America and uh, hop on some insurance and think about it, we might change our mind. But as for now man like going through the airport with two kids and all your luggage is like perfect amount of like horror and stress for me i don't need to add to that right now so but they are a blessing so i don't know it's a hard thing i'll think about it anyways so today um 
is the podcast you've all been waiting for. Um, this this podcast is going to be an answer to one of the most common questions I get, and it's going to be the longest, most drawn-out answer ever. But I'm hoping that if I do this, I won't have to do it in person because I could refer people to this episode. And the question is, normally asked when I tell people that I love podcasts, that I listen all day, every day. They're like, oh, dude, what podcasts? And for some reason, that question is so uncomfortable for me. Like, one, it's like it's like strangely intimate to say, like, what podcasts you listen to because, A, you're not always proud of what you're listening to. <laughs> In some settings, you're like, I don't want to tell you, man. Like, if it's a Chinese person or just like a, I don't know, like a judgmental person. But uh, in another sense, it's just like, it's almost like if someone's like, dude, what, what are you listening to? What music are you listening to? And you have to, like, say the title of a song. It's just, like, it's kind of cringy. Like, I'm listening to Let Me Love You. It's like, oh, man. I'm okay to listen to it, but I definitely don't want to say the title. This might be, like, completely not relatable, and you, you guys are probably like, nah, man, I'm a normal human who can say a song title, but I don't know. It's always weird for me. So my thought was I categorized the podcast that, that came to my mind as ones that I like into like probably like four or five categories and then I'm going to share those give a brief little like summary and then if any of them sound interesting to you or horrible to you you can go check them out and uh yeah maybe you'll you'll like some of them I mean I know with people I like if they were to give me a podcast suggestion and then I got hooked I would be so thankful because that's like the nicest thing you could do for someone in life so hopefully this is uh serving the public as much as I would uh anticipate it would but yeah I think uh I think the the overarching theme overarching 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 I think the overarching theme for for what podcasts I really like they're pretty diverse which is like I know hipsters say that with music like I actually like everything and they're trying to sound like cultured but I think it's pretty diverse in the sense that like I listen to people I super disagree with and some people that I listen to like regularly I actually like kind of hate but What's I what just draws me in and what I can't get away from is when people are so passionate about something. Like I could have no interest in like say ping pong, but if this dude is like gushing over ping pong and he has like spent his whole life like learning and mastering it, hearing him talk passionately about it is like so so fun. Like just to hear someone that's really into something, I could hear them talk about anything. I think that's the art of podcasts too. Like um yeah. So um so yeah, like I mean even I was at a party the other day and I was like explaining kind of like what high school wrestling is like to this kid and I was so into it and like so passionate and like explaining all the nerves and all the little like details and minutia just to like all the little things that you would never know about it. And he was like, "Dude, I didn't care about wrestling at all, but like the way you talk about it, that's just like so intense. I would never have thought so much goes into a high school sport." And uh yeah, so anyways, here here's my categories. Christian podcasts, um, like comedy podcasts, uh, political podcasts, sporting podcasts, and then just kind of like a miscellaneous bunch at the end. Um, I think comedy, obviously, like because of Joe Rogan and like a couple other comedians, like getting into podcasting very early. Um, most of the big podcasts and like the ones with the most production value and um, are done by comedians and I really have like I 
I really dislike comedians in general. Like, I think they're the most, like, self-congratulatory people, like, stand-up comedians. Like, they spend most of their their podcasts, like, inviting other comedians on and then just, like, talking to each other about how brave and, like, hard their job is, which is, like, just makes me want to gag. Like, military people do that too, but you kind of get it with them because it's, like, that's their culture and also, like, they did kind of, like, factually put themselves at risk and i get public speaking is hard but i don't know just the just the yeah the culture around stand-up comedy is so annoying but it absolutely dominates podcasting so i mean i do have a lot of comedy podcasts i listen to but i'm hoping in the future that other realms of culture will capture podcasting and weed some of these uh these degenerate comedians out so but as of now there's a lot so First, the Christian ones. Uh, it's it's a disappointing bunch because it's so few and it's like the most important thing in my life. But as with most things in culture, music and everything, there's very few good, not corny, influential Christian artists. And that's just a fact. Like, And that's not like blasphemous to say. It's just, it's just what it is, man. Like we fall behind in a lot of categories. So most podcasts are super cringy and not entertaining and they don't know how to like be interesting original entertaining when it comes to uh like-minded podcasts but there's a couple that i do uh when i'm in the mood so i think the most popular probably in the whole world well okay there's like the fake christians like the prosperity people and their podcasts are by far the biggest but the biggest like real good uh podcast is ask pastor john and so that one's super cool if you're like interested in like religion at all and looking into what Christians believe because it's basically this dude just gets a gets a question sent to him and then he um he ba- okay basically like he he'll break it down for like 10 minutes i think he writes a script because he sounds like he's reading but he puts a lot of thought into the answer so really difficult questions too so he has like i think over a thousand i might be exaggerating but there's a lot of episodes and they're all like 10 minutes like why do christians hate gay people why do all the stuff like all the questions you hear all the time um why what does the bible say about like slavery like or it seems like slavery is okay in the bible what's up with that like all these questions like super hard stuff so i think it's good for skeptics and interested people to kind of hear like a really brilliant like probably the most respected pastor in america answer that and uh from like a really reformed uh perspective and then it's also interesting for like-minded people to me just to be able to learn uh questions to the hard stuff um you know and it says in the book that you should be able to give a defense of why you have faith so uh educate yourself uh okay apologia radio that's another podcast they're super aggressive like super uh the type of believers that like most americans hate like they they will like uh, picket abortion clinics and all that type of stuff. I love that stuff. I think it's so controversial, but like they're way braver than most like milk toast fake Christians, and I think it's interesting. So they they do a lot of inter- entertaining stuff, and they're really big on uh, abortion, which I'm pretty passionate about. So uh, apology radio. Um, the co-hosts are not very entertaining, but the main guy Jeff Durbin, he has some debates on YouTube, and he's a pretty brilliant dude. Uh, but the most brilliant dude, uh, which is my next podcast, is Dr. James White. Uh, he has a podcast called The Dividing Line, but I think it's also just under Dr. James White, you'll find. He is just a super good apologist, um, which is just like defending what you believe. And he's done a lot of debates and written a lot of books and like high-level academic, like bilingual, knows all the ancient texts, like can speak and write fluently and 
the original language and can read the manuscripts and just super like deep thinker uh radical with david platt that's uh can't talk too much about that but yeah look into that um renewing your mind with rc sproul rc sproul died a couple years ago maybe a year ago two years ago but he was the man and his podcast his old ones are great um brilliant dude and write about most things um cross politic uh they're super conservative like i would say more republican like they, they pretend to not be republican and just be like well there's problems with both parties but i mean they're they're pretty republican and i think a lot of the their philosophy is like kind of annoying and repetitive to me so i kind of stopped listening but if i ever just want a dose of like pretty good production value and like uh confident people i think cross politics good especially on like a beginner level um because they don't go super super deep but uh i actually can't say that next one i don't know why i wrote that down um the world we made the world we made is so interesting it's like they do almost like serial, like they'll do little seasons. The first season was so killer, and the second season was awesome too. They just bring this old, like, not grumpy, but just like this prickly old man that just like speak truth, and he just does not care about being PC, and he like tackles issues after being a, a leader um, for a long time. Like, he, I just, I love it. I got so addicted, I ripped through all those podcasts in like two days, and I recommend it for all parents. Like, super, super, super good podcasts. Um, yeah okay so that's all really um comedy uh skeptic tank skeptic tank is a comedian uh, ari shafir he just interviews people about like one topic and he stays super on topic so he'll like he just did one with milo about trolling um he also does podcasts about like he'll do one about like cigarettes like quitting smoking and he interviewed this dude who is quitting smoking and they talked about like why they smoke cigarettes when they've tried to quit what's so fun about cigarettes what sucks about them he literally just sticks on topic and just does like a three-hour interview but that's one of those examples of a guy who just gets so passionate and he's such a good listener and he like he accepts whatever his guest is saying as truth and he'll just go with them even if he doesn't necessarily believe it and just let let them go down their like belief system and like really listen and it's it and be really interested so it's a pretty good one he's a degenerate and like i think the the thing to say before any of these like if if you ever want to reach out and be like oh dude you recommended that podcast and i went and there's like a bunch of profanity and they talked about like sex too much and all this stuff it's like yeah man like podcast is like podcasting is pretty like rampant with like degenerate people and that one is definitely an example of that but i'm not really interested in people like just complaining and like digging their head in the sand i'd like to see us like make better ones that are cleaner or just do do it better so I don't know. As of now, I'm I'm okay to to listen to to listen to um, uh, a little bit of profanity if it means uh, learning or just a little bit of entertainment. And that's just honest. Like I think most Americans are like that, but you don't get to say it in front of your friends. Like we go home and you'll watch like a comedy special on Netflix or one of your favorite TV shows. It's like oh man, there's like occasional nudity, which I try to avoid that like pretty strictly. But but then there's like cussing and you're okay with it. But then like you see your other like friend and you're like oh well you know it's like kind of bad and i don't know just i think we should be more honest so that one's okay uh congratulations with chris delia is another one it's pretty funny he's like a clever dude but whenever he dabbles in politics he's like one of the most uninformed people i've ever heard like not because he just disagrees with me but like the way the part like the way he presents his views is just like he'll just like read like people on twitter and like kind of repeat it in like a less 
coherent way and it's it's very very dumb but his comedy is pretty funny um h3 podcast uh those are just some youtubers uh, these two jewish people um they're pretty i don't know they're like pretty like young and in tune with meme culture which i kind of like but most of it's like just pretty pointless um kill tony this one's complex kill tony is like a really fun podcast if you like stand-up comedy um this dude tony hinchcliffe he basically it's a live show so there's a giant audience and people can come up and you do one minute of stand-up comedy and then after your set all the all the people that are always on the show like the band and the panelists they'll like roast you for like how bad you did or how good you did or how you look and you like go back and forth and kind of verbally spar as they interview you and uh it's just basically that's like improv and like thinking on your feet in like a roasting way and it's like the highest level people in the whole world so like imagine if like saturday night live was like improv and like not written and it was like but these people are way more intelligent than the saturday night live people so it's super super interesting but it's also like in the moment they're just thinking of like a jab or a joke and so a lot of it just comes out as like the most disgusting like sexual stuff and they'll get on some tangent with a with like a gay guest or some like sex addicted guest and it just it's like 10 minutes of just disgusting talk so i'll probably like fast forward through that but but they are like probably the most naturally funny people um the Burt cast with Burt Kreischer, uh, he interviews people. I skip like 95% of his, but every once in a while, I like one of his guests. And his laugh is brilliant. Like, he has a, such a silly laugh. So I like to listen to people make him laugh because it makes me laugh. Um, Your Mom's House, that one is just completely disgusting. But um, they're a married couple who watches internet videos and comments. Um, they're pretty funny, though. Young and Happy. Uh, Young and Happy is one of my favorite podcasts. It's actually over now. Like the producer like left the company and i think he like took the password so it's literally like never coming back but it is so funny if you want to go back to listen to the old ones these people um so it's from barstool sports network if you don't know barstool they're like from boston it's like a sports journalism company that like sprung up to try to compete with espn's like pc approach and just be like hey we'll just be like super sexist and like misogynist and just go completely after dudes unapologetically and it super took off because of that because they're a little more honest than ESPN and like, hey, only dudes like sports basically, so we're just going to cater to that. So these two dudes work for that network. Uh, Roan is one of the hosts and then Caleb Presley's the other one. Um, Roan is like a champion battle rapper, which I'm also really into battle rap. And uh, Caleb Presley was a backup quarterback at North Carolina behind Mitchell Trubinsky. And uh, – they both just joined Barstool as commentators, and then they started this podcast to talk about music and culture, and their chemistry is just so funny, and they just go on these silly tangents, and they have these silly segments, and it's it's so funny, and it's actually one of the two podcasts I've ever bought merch from, so I bought a Young and Happy shirt, you'll probably see me rocking that, it just has little purple letters, um, but yeah, Young and Happy, recommend it. Uh, why didn't they laugh with uh, Owen Benjamin? That one also takes a pretty big disclaimer. I would say 95% of, 99% of people in America would think he's way too offensive and, like, racist and stuff. But I don't know. He's just this comedian that got, like, exiled from Hollywood because he, like, had – he was, like, pretty conservative. And so everyone hated him. And then he kind of uh, – he, he, like, moved out into the middle of nowhere and just does a podcast about comedy and, like, writing jokes. And he'll comment on politics and culture too. Um, but – 
he I don't know I think he's like he, he has like a 140 something IQ and he's like a brilliant like piano player so he'll play piano and make jokes and he's really smart but uh yeah uh I, like most people would say he's very very racist and evil but I don't know I think he might have a touch of racism but I also don't think that's the unforgivable sin and I think there's like much more subtle things that we've accepted as a culture that are much worse and much more like tangibly damaging than mean words so i know that's not like the okay opinion but why didn't they laugh with owen benjamin if you like offensive funny stuff that and you know i don't know i don't think he's the worst person so i'll put my neck out there for him um tiger belly uh korean comedian uh who's not that funny and like talks over his guests but if you like asian people there you go um this past weekend with theo vaughn he's a redneck comedian who has just the weirdest brain and he'll talk about random stuff uh nervous rex with simon rex aka the rapper dirt nasty dirt nasty um he's kind of funny and he has really famous guests on because he is a hollywood uh like super connected jewish dude so he has like uh, some big guests that you won't hear anywhere else. Um, the Bill Burr Monday Morning Podcast, most people know about that one. He's he's pretty funny. Uh, his wife, to me, is, like, unbearable, and his politics are um, more informed, but I would say his politics seem like they all spring from a devout fear of his, like, overbearing wife, and I would say that that is just kind of, like, off-putting and so he, he brands himself as this like curm- old curmudgeon who will say anything against the tidal wave of this pc culture but he's like a radical leftist who's like afraid of his um black lives matter wife so i don't know how brave that is but he's a super funny guy so uh, next one joe rogan experience everyone knows that podcast is the most famous podcast in the world i think most of it is stupid repetitive and like kind of degenerate but I will say he gets some huge guests that are really interesting, and he's pretty good at calling out BS sometimes. And yeah, he gives people a fair shake, like some pretty outside voices that I appreciate. Uh, Jeremiah Wonders, he's a comedian on Kill Tony, the podcast I mentioned, and he is a saxophone player who is a really funny improv comedian, and he's, like, so talented, and he can do characters really well and impressions, and I think someday he'll be on Saturday Night Live, so if you want to catch him before he gets famous, Jeremiah Wonders with uh, Jeremiah Watkins, the saxophone player. Um, Fun with Dumb. Fun with Dumb, like, not smart, dumb. Uh, Fun with Dumb is a podcast from a a guy who used to be a battle rapper and now he's just a musician. But um, yeah, his his rap name is Dumbfounded. Uh, his his real name is Jonathan Park, I think. He's a Korean American and he just has a bunch of Koreans on and different Asians and kind of talks about what it's like to grow up as an Asian American. Since I've gotten more into Asian culture, it's kind of fun and he's pretty funny. But most of the people he has on, like you'll never heard of, so. It's kind of not that interesting. Wouldn't recommend that one very hard. But our next category, <sighs> politics. Now, this is obviously where you kind of will get kind of get mad maybe or whatever. So be careful what you listen to here. But I would say I am unique and I'm proud of the fact that I, I listen to a lot of podcasts that I like wholeheartedly disagree with because I think they're interesting and I like to hear what the other side is saying and 
I know everyone claims to do that, but I, I really listen to it. Like, I listen to very, very racist people. I listen to very, very, like, leftist people. Um, what, those are the same. But, but like, left, super leftist, super right, like, anarchists, like, like Green Party, like, every, every spectrum. I, I just listen to people who are passionate and, like, not just complete, blatant, like, evil liars, <laughs> which is, like that's a lot of them that I used to listen to that I won't recommend, but I don't know. I think a lot of the mainstream political podcasts are like, like very deceptive. So, okay. Um, I won't go down the rabbit hole of like what I am as a political person or thinker, because that, I feel like that'd be a fun episode to like talk about my journey. Cause I went from like one end to another, to like another back to another, but I will say that, um, yeah, there's a lot here. So uh the libertarian christian podcast this one is out of all of these has the lowest production value it has like a cheesy like grainy sounding intro song and um it basically like the the speaker is like not a very good interviewer and stuff but the key for this one is it's an it's an interesting perspective because a lot of libertarians are not christian so if you want to know what it's like to justify libertarianism through a christian lens it's a fun podcast to listen to. And the titles are topical, so you can just pick ones you're interested in. Next, this one is so important. I would recommend this hard. Uh, the Scott Horton uh, Show. Scott Horton used to be a soldier in the U.S. Armed Forces. And uh, he is, the, in my, opinion, in my opinion, the world's leading foreign policy expert. He is one of the smartest people I've ever heard. And he you have to he's pretty aggressive but you have to humble yourself and respect that this dude knows everything like he knows everyone's name like not only does he know like al-qaeda and like all the syrian government and all the stuff like basically all of american america's foreign entanglements like he knows our opposition like everyone in their government he knows their name he knows everyone who's ever been in our government's name he knows like the the cities that we've been fighting in the dynamics the different people like and so he'll tell these stories of of why we're in Syria or why we should leave a place or and he, he's pretty anti anti-war he he's the editor of a website called antiwar.com so I get that you might not be anti-war or you might not be pacifist or weak or anything but you gotta listen to this like if you're pro any war like literally if you're pro world war ii which like most people are you have to listen to this because this is the other perspective and it's he's so good at delivering it so uh, so foreign policy, uh, the, the story of Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, Libya, Syria, uh, recently Yemen and all, all this stuff. Like he knows, he knows deep, deep stuff. So you got to listen to the Scott Horton podcast. Um, yeah, uh, this American life, that's like a one that's pushed by all the podcast apps and super mainstream, super, super liberal. They probably wouldn't classify themselves as a political podcast podcast but they just tell interesting stories with really high production value and they just slip in political themes that are always super super progressive so if you want to see like how progressive people have successfully taken over america like you can see that they they don't uh, like specifically say that's their goal but they just make brilliant podcasts with like really progressive um themes throughout all of them so this american life is a good study in that um yeah so the Cato Daily Podcast, that is a – that's one wing of the Libertarian Party is the Cato Institute. And uh, they're – I would say they're a little more 
um, like fiscally interested. So like they don't talk about social issues as much and they just talk about like economics and stuff. So if you're like an intro libertarian or like I want to get into the basics of libertarianism, that's a good place to go, but it's not a good place to stop. And I think they're flawed and uh, in a lot of ways, but um, short, digestible, topical little snippets on different aspects of libertarian uh, thought and economics. Okay. Um, You're welcome with Michael Malice. So it's Y-O-U-R and then welcome. And uh, this guy is, in my opinion, okay, he's, he's in the top five trolls in the world. He's a troll. He's an internet troll. And I think that that trolling gets a bad rap and rep and uh, you, you probably don't like trolls instinctively because most podcasts and media just just rail on them but this dude is absolutely brilliant Uh, he got his start being a journalist in north korea he's one of the last people to like go and like be there for a long time he's an expert in north korean politics and uh he's an anarchist like a full-fledged anarchist uh so if you want to learn what that what that what it means to be an anarchist you can listen through his interviews his views kind of seep out uh he interviews a lot of people but more than anything, he's always out to just troll people. His Twitter is one of the like most popular Twitter accounts um, amongst large crowds of political people because he just absolutely goes right over people's heads. And if you're in on the jokes, it's it's really fun. He messes with people. The name of his podcast, most people correct him because it shouldn't be Y-O-U-R, welcome. But he, he says, let this be your welcome, which then it would be correct. But most people think it's supposed to be you are welcome. So even that's a troll. And his, his podcast is full of trolls. He's brilliant. I think probably the best troll in the world. I, I don't know. It, he's, not, he's not that, but he's up there. Like he's, he's so brilliant. So he, his life story is fascinating. They, they've people have written comic books about him he's michael malice is one of the most interesting people in the world and he's brilliant so um crazy dude though uh reply all they just tell stories about the internet from a super super liberal progressive like pc perspective so listen to that for fun stories if you're a little libby um china history podcast probably not a lot of interest there from you guys but if you like china history this dude laszlo montgomery uh is like speaks chinese and so he doesn't pronounce the name the names like an idiot and he's like pretty dead on with the history and like not super pro america and not super pro china just pretty dead dead down the middle so give that a listen if you want some backstory on china david pakman so he's actually the smartest progressive or liberal maybe maybe destiny is but if it's not destiny it's david pakman um He's originally from Argentina, I think, but his English is, like, perfect, and he has a progressive talk show where he just has, like, he's just kind of freaks out about Trump and, like, so like pushes for socialization of everything, just, like, good, good old progressive, but he does it in a really intelligent way to where, like, he's heard most of the counter arguments to the Bernie Sanders crowd, and he's actually, like, pretty intelligent about it, so, um, yeah, so... That I think that's a that's a good one from from like a if you it's, say you're like a conservative person and you you feel like you don't really have enough like liberal perspective in your in your media input like I would say start with start with David Pakman because uh, he'll make you mad because you're you'll disagree with him but you can't really call him stupid 
in my opinion. Also, I apologize if there's wind in the background of this. Um, I am on the roof of my building and I'm walking around because I was sitting, but uh, there's a giant spider that was walking towards me and I'm really scared. So uh, for Canon's sake, Eric July, that is a podcast about comic books. It's a black dude who's like a comic book enthusiast and he is also kind of political, but it's fun to listen. Like, I don't like podcasts at all. I think they're kind of like lame, but it's fun to listen to someone who's so passionate about something. So for my comic homies, there's a uh, Eric July's podcast for Canon's sake. Um, which I apparently like Canon means like sticking to the original like story that everyone agrees was the original intent. So like if you go off Canon, like Superman is supposed to like whatever be like he's supposed to die in this way by the original writer's intent but you can write like this fake offshoot of superman as a new writer but that's not sticking to canon so that's the purpose of that title i don't fully get comic books but (sighs) the dude's smart so um okay let's see here um we got for canon oh uh, Free Domain Radio with uh, Stefan Molyneux. Uh, a lot of you guys might know who Stefan Molyneux is. Uh, or he says Stefan. I don't know. His name is like super annoying in French. <laughs> Those French. But uh, yeah, dude. One of Canada's leading thinkers. Probably the most famous philosopher in the world right now. And a uh, pretty smart dude. Uh, he's He's often tied to the alt-right, and, like, I'm not just defending him. Like, I don't think he's full alt-right, but he's, like, probably closer than most people you listen to. He will talk about, like, race and its connection with IQ, which is, like, one of the main tells that you're going to get called alt-right. But he mostly focuses on, like, Canadian politics and uh, American politics, and he talks about it from, like, a anti-immigration, um, anti-welfare sort of sort of like pretty libertarian perspective but uh takes a different approach than most libertarians who are focused on economics uh, as he's more focused on like social cohesion and like forming a society that can like thrive and stick together regardless of um like yeah well not regardless of economics but not primarily economical if that's how you say that so i think stefan molyneux can can trigger a lot of people if you're more of like a sensitive pc type of person and i'm not saying that as like an insult like i'm i'm sensitive but you you have to grapple with his ideas because he's smart and he has millions of followers and he's been censored a lot but like that's not the answer like you you just have to listen to him and prove him wrong don't just run away from him so gotta listen to stefan molyneux um love and radio that is the most weird liberal thing i've ever stumbled upon and most of them are so disgusting i have to turn it off But they have a couple where they just do a story and basically the concept is like you're listening to a true story but you like don't know what it's about and they kind of start in the middle almost like memento and like at the end you figure out what they've finally been talking about the whole time but um, it's like so confusing. It's almost like a hot like nightmare, nightmarish podcast where there's like weird like scary music in the background and it's, it's like super disorienting but you're like what? in the world am i listening to and in the end you're like oh my gosh like 
So one of them, this guy's like telling the story of his uh, his experience going through a traumatic injury. He got hit with this giant metal cord in his house, and like it like went through his brain or something. But he like lived. But in the middle of it, you're like, what happened to this guy? I don't understand. Like, but at the end, you get the whole story. And so there's a couple good ones, but most of them are so so weird and unbearable. But if you're a freak, uh, you'll love the podcast Love and Radio. Uh. Okay, um, philosophize this. That's probably the best. Um, that's kind of echoey. Um, that's probably the best philosophy podcast. The guy's name is Stephen West, I think. Um, he's just a straight up like philosophy student. Um, hold on, let me pause this and get a drink of water, and then I'll continue talking about uh, philosophize this. <sighs> wow, I thought it'd be like five seconds between when I last just talked to you and now which it was for you but that was actually like 20 minutes of frustration for me (sighs) because the app I use is called anchor to make your own podcast for free I'm thankful for the app you know and it's it's cool that it's free so you can't expect anything out of a free product any like ever but man seems like the simplest change would help so much when you live in a place like I do with bad internet because basically the internet's blocked for people here or at least the real internet so you have to use this thing called a VPN which helps you get all these like access to the internet and so to use this app I I have to be connected to the VPN but it takes a long time to connect to a VPN sometimes once you connect to the VPN, it slows down your internet speed, and then, but so then I can use this app. Anyways, it's kind of boring, but I just to, I couldn't save that last portion that I recorded unless I was connected because it has to upload it to the server. You can't just store the audio right away and then just upload it later, which I feel like is such a fixable thing. Like just let me store it on my device and then upload it when I want to have good internet, but. I had to upload it right then or else it, if I waited too long, it would just delete itself from the app, like everything I just recorded. And I talked for like 40 minutes, so that would have been really rough, but it worked. So anyways, um, that is where we at. So, okay. What, what I was just talking to, which was like a minute ago for you people and so long ago for me was podcasts and philosophize this. So philosophize this kind of goes over my head and I don't listen to it very often basically if you like philosophy and learning like what each movement really represented it's like basically a substitute for a college class on philosophy so if you want to know about like postmodernism or the whatever like any movement of thinkers he does like deep dives on them and like presents what they what their ideas were so I've learned a lot about a couple like schools of thought, uh, like Foucault and stuff. I've I've like learned about that, but like, I not too much because I'm I'm not quite smart enough. And I I do think there's a bit of like an IQ barrier to that podcast, which I'm dancing on the threshold of. But yeah, if you like philosophy, there you go. Uh, I think I said reply all. Um, unregistered with Thaddeus Russell. Thaddeus Russell is the smartest postmodernist I know about. Um, because Jordan Peterson got so famous and much of his platform was being anti-postmodern and preaching against postmodernism, like basically postmodernism in modern discord has been like 
defeated like not forever but like right now if you talk about postmodernism everyone will laugh and be like oh yeah everyone hates that um like even leftists who who like even i guess i don't know i don't know i don't know who but even people that seem to operate in a postmodern way like kind of reject it because it seems like it's been defeated so much but i don't think if you feel like you've defeated the idea of postmodernism i don't think you can say that without listening to thaddeus russell the dude's super smart he grew up with a horrible horrible childhood like his parents were these uh revolutionaries in in uh, berkeley california which is like a really radical place and he he would like hear his his dad like having sex with people all the time and like see it because his dad was like sex is not to be ashamed of like you can see and like super crazy stuff allegedly uh and uh so he he's kind of like scarred in that way but basically he he talks about postmodernism and how it's really um a, a lot more well thought out than you might think and i would say i'm fairly against postmodernism like very against but I think Thaddeus is a really smart guy and a pretty nice guy, and um, he 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 hates a lot of the right stuff. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Like he checks a lot of the boxes of like you got to be against this, and and he is for a lot of it. Um, and most of the stuff, he's kind of wishy washy on because that's the result of postmodernism. But it's really interesting, and his interviews are cool. He'll interview like a random farmer or something, and um, it's a pretty uh, yeah. He's a man for the people um, while being a pompous intellectual. It's a weird thing. Um, Tin Foil Hat Podcast with Sam Tripoli. This podcast is crazy. If you like conspiracy theories, this is my favorite conspiracy theory pod. Um, I, I love conspiracy theories. I think I subscribe to way more than most people. I think you're crazy if you believe the mainstream story on a lot of things, and these dudes basically believe the conspiracy theory on everything. So you'll probably think they're crazy, but they are so fun. Um, he's got a co-host, and he'll bring people on and just do topics about stuff as trivial as Bigfoot and stuff as serious as as Pizzagate or Sandy Hook being fake, which will really get your blood boiling if you're a good American. But it's so fun, so interesting, and you can just pick the, the theories or the people you want to listen to, and I love conspiracy theories, so uh, I know that'll probably lose me some street cred, but um, it's also a pretty degenerate one, so you've been warned. Uh, Freeman Beyond the Wall with Pete Quinones. Uh, he's a anarchist dude who's very anti-cop, and he's very uh, sort of like libertarian, um, but... But he's also, like, super anti – he's anti-Trump, anti-left, anti-right. But he, he's also pro a lot of stuff. So it's, he's an interesting perspective to talk about anti-war issues, uh, decriminalization of drugs issues, and anti-cop stuff. So if you're super pro-cop, um, you'll be pretty triggered by his cop episodes. But if you want to open your mind, you can try to listen to him. He's not the most analytical or, like, polite about cops whereas i think people more entry-level podcasts more basic like cato style libertarians will help issue you like usher you in to like being anti-cop if you want to be whereas he is just so brash you'll be like how dare you say that about our officers and and like really get riled up and triggered which is not a bad thing if you love cops whatever but 
you want to learn why some people hate cops from a not racial perspective, uh, it's an interesting one. So he also talks about a lot of stuff. I don't know why I focused on the cop thing. I think it's just because that's where he's most unique. I think I've, I've heard a lot of his, his ideas from other people, but his, his keying in on, on uh, police misconduct and stuff and talking about how it's an issue, I think has opened my eyes a lot. Um, and I don't know. I'm not, I'm not claiming a side, but it's a, it's, it's a fun one. So, uh, the, the, another one I put in here is not a podcast cause he's been banned from everything and he's not allowed to talk, but Gavin McGinnis is sort of a, just a middle of the road conservative who says shocking stuff. He's one of the people who founded the idea of being a hipster. He's one of the earliest hipsters and he's just a contrarian dude and he says offensive stuff. He's fairly right wing. He's from Canada. He founded Vice before he before before he left vice was like pretty fun and like cool to read and i mean if you've seen vice recently um yeah you know what's happening but um he's interesting and i just thought i'd put him in here because like you'd have to go on youtube to find his stuff but um his videos are interesting and he's provocative and silly and um, he's also the founder of the proud boys if you've heard of the proud boys who i would guess if you have a strong negative opinion of the proud boys like 90% of people that do have are also like vastly uninformed about like what they are but I don't know so give him a shot and uh you know he's had his income taken away from him from being banned so support a martyr even if you hate him I don't know or don't um America First with Nicholas J. Fuentes uh this dude is probably the smartest person I've heard in politics as far as rhetoric goes. Like, he's not always factually right, and I disagree with him on most issues, but he is rhetorically just impeccable. Like, he's so persuasive, convincing, he's radical. He's he's part of the identitarian, like, he would say reactionary right. I guess you could derogatorily refer to him as, like, alt-right. Um, but... I think he has great ideas, and if you want to learn about like what what the Trumpian right, like more um, ethnocentric right wing people think, he's the smartest one. He has a nightly show on YouTube. His pod his podcast isn't distributed, but his YouTube show every night, America First with Nicholas J. Fuentes. He's super super smart, and uh, if you think all racist people are dumb, and you could easily just like beat them in an argument. I think you have to listen to Nicholas J. Fuentes and he will shock you with how informed he is and how most of his, uh, what you might call racism actually comes from like an analytical, rational takedown of things he doesn't like. Now, I don't know if I agree with all of it. I I think I, well, I do know I don't, I don't agree with much of it, but, um, I don't just throw my hands in the air and say, oh my gosh, what a racist and hide from his ideas because he has a massive following. It's only going to grow. And because the mainstream media and public schools don't deal with ideas of racism from like an intellectual level they just shun it it's absolutely growing and it's absolutely not going to be defeated unless people like learn about it so take a look take a listen nicholas j fuentes um he's a white dude despite his uh hispanic uh surname uh, so okay part of the problem this is my favorite podcast of all time um, I agree with the, 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 the host is a comedian, Dave Smith, and the co-host as of now is a guy named Rob Bernstein. They're both Jews, and uh, he 
they're again they're comedians so they're like raunchy and they cuss too much but the dude is brilliant and i end up agreeing with him on most stuff and i think he gets there in a little bit different fashion and i think his biggest downside is the fact that he used to be such a degenerate like kind of like uh what's the word promiscuous like just complete creep dirtball dude uh just a classic like 20 year old lost guy just trying to get chicks but so because he used to be that and now he has like a family and he's like like now he believes in god and like he's like like anti-abortion um because of that he always jokes like oh this is a christian conservative podcast and it's the joke is that it used to be so radically degenerate and stuff that it's funny to hear him say that and so it sounds like he's making fun of god and like being christian when he says that and i think there's a touch of it that is and i i hate that but if you can put that aside he is he's just the smartest dude man like he's he's so brilliant and like if you want to know i that would be my like if i could have a podcast that I could make my friends listen to politically and be like, just give this a shot and listen to like 10 episodes. I would pick that one because the dude's on the money. Um, and, and I think he checks a lot of the right boxes and he's actually pushed me to be a lot more anti-war. I think I used to, used to be more like, I don't know, kind of, but he's, he's informed me with a lot. So part of the problem, um, very anti-Democrat, very anti-Republican, very anti-Trump, very anti-media, very anti-state. Um, Dave Smith. I'm, I, I super love that podcast. Please listen. Um, so it'll probably get a little lighter from here on out. Um, let's see. We got, uh, we got uh, The Fighter and the Kid or T-Fat-K which is the abbreviation of the fighter and the kid started as a UFC fighter who had a podcast with a comedian. And then the dude quit the UFC to be a podcaster, got super rich. The UFC fighter is Brendan Schaub and the comedian is Brian Callen. And this is the podcast I've listened to the longest. It got me into podcasting. It's super dumb. It's just a comedy one and, uh, or like kind of a sports one. Cause they talk about MMA a lot, which is my favorite sport cage fighting. Um, so if you're not into that, you'd have to skip through a lot of that, but, um, that's the only other podcast I've ever bought a shirt from because they had a funny hippo shirt that I liked. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, they're, they're pretty funny. The, the dude, the Brendan is unbearable and like so cocky and arrogant and like really conceited, but his, his co-host is so lovable and he just, the dynamic is so strange. It's, it's enticing. So I can't stop listening. I've been listening since 2015 and, um, gosh, yeah, yeah, 2015 and it's 2019 right now. And I, I barely have missed an episode. So I've spent, I mean, thousands of hours listening to them probably. Um, yeah, dude, nuts. Um, it's just crazy to think about. I'm just thinking about all the time I've spent listening to them, but it's just a little bit all like over a long period of time. It really adds up. If I were to read a book during that time, I would be a lot better for it, but, uh, they just talk about stupid stuff. So, um, as far as the sports genre, uh, you're welcome with Chael Sonnen is an MMA podcast. That's a little overproduced and has a lot of ads, but the dude's lovable and funny ex UFC fighter, um, ex MMA fighter, 
uh, Luke Thomas live chat slash podcast. Uh, Luke Thomas is just a journalist who never was an MMA fighter, but covers MMA and boxing and combat sports. Um, he's a veteran and, uh, he's very opinionated and he's very against the war on doping in sports. So he's not pro drug use, but he's anti the way we've attacked drug use. And he, he has a really intelligent takes and I don't know. I disagree with him a lot, but he's fun. Um, for MMA, he's the best, I think. Uh, Morning Combat is another show he's on with another dude where they argue about stuff. It's your classic sports show. Like, what's the stupid one with Skip Bayless and the Sh- Shannon Sharp? Uh, Undisputed, I think. It's like that concept where two people just argue about a bunch of topics. Timeless uh, concept, but it's an MMA one. So, Morning Combat. Combat's with a K, like Mortal Kombat. Uh, and then the Pat McAfee show 2.0, uh, Pat McAfee was my favorite NFL player for a couple years. My favorite team is the Indianapolis Colts and he was their pro bowl. He was a pro bowler on their team. He's hilarious. He has a great personality. He retired from the NFL in the middle of his prime to get into journalism and to cover the NFL. And he just made a boatload of money. And I think he's the best NFL commentator right now, as far as like an opinion guy. I think Tony Romo is the best play for play guy, which Dude, if you guys have been seeing this dude develop, I mean, he is so good at calling football games. And he he's literally changed the way football is called. Like, it's so fun to listen to him. And also, like, because if you haven't seen, like, basically he was a quarterback who retired from the NFL. And he went into commentating the games. But because he just knows football so in and out, he knows offense, he knows defense, he'll say before the play's starting, oh, they're going to do this. Oh, when they run this formation, they're looking to do this. And he literally predicts what's going to happen. And it became so incredible, and there's so many montages on YouTube of him, like, correctly predicting what's about to happen that um, he basically, like – like he basically changed sports broadcasting over these last three years and he like you can tell that other networks are encouraging their commentators to try to start predicting and go that route of like saying what's going to happen and none of them can do it even close to how well he can but you can tell he's completely changed broadcasting and like the future of sports broadcasting is like getting experts that used to play the game and like trying to guess what's going to happen and like telling you where to look on the field specifically so anyways that's a rant on tony romo but Pat McAfee, good opinion guy. Um, The Rudest Wrestling Podcast, if you like college wrestling, um, which very few of you probably do, uh, the Rudest, R-U-D-I-S, Wrestling Podcast is the best one for that. And that is not a lot of competition, so it's not that great. Um, The other category, uh, the Jocko Podcast, Jocko Willink, you probably heard him on Rogan. He's just this intense, macho Marine guy who just does like – motivational talks and it's kind of shallow but it gets you pumped up before the gym uh mind pump that's a uh fitness podcast with these three dudes who are just like they used to be bodybuilders fitness people but now they talk about nutrition and if you're in that season where you're going to the gym all the time and like taking your creatine and you haven't given up yet like listen to that podcast because they talk about fitness stuff and take questions and they're super super uh, open-minded to all sorts of diets and fitness and they take more of a scientific approach, which is appreciated. Uh, the Myths and Legend podcast, that is a podcast about, like, myths and legends, like <laughs> like mythology. I think mythology is pretty boring, but, like, say you're going to visit a country. Like, 
like the Philippines. Like you can go through his episodes and find like a Filipino folklore episode and listen to like one of the most famous like fairy tales from the Philippines. And then you'll like know a little bit, have an insight into how they think. Um, so that's pretty fun. And there's been some that I like, like, oh, that's a fun story. Like say for example, like Beauty and the Beast, like you can find his, uh, hold on. You can find his Beauty and the Beast podcast, uh, the one he did about that story. And you can, um, yeah, you can like hear what the actual like accurate story of like how it was supposed to be told is. And, and it's fun to hear like the differences and most of the, most of the fairy tales and like myths and stuff were actually like so brutal and violent, like in their original iteration and like, and like even their morals were like a little, like the moral of the story was always like pretty like pretty like cautionary against like how not to get killed and a, a lot of disney like fairy tales have like adopted those but made them more like digestible for babies you know which is good i'm glad they did that but it's fun to go back and listen to like the real version where like people are just getting murked so myths and legend legends podcast um uh the gary v podcast you guys probably know gary v he's like an entrepreneur guy if you need to get motivated to make some money listen to him uh short story long with uh with uh chris uh, frick, Pat, Path, I think he's Rob Deerdeck's cousin. And on the show, he was the character drama. Uh, so if you, if you watched Robin big or, uh, Rob Deerdeck's fantasy factory, it was his cousin, Chris, uh, AKA drama. And he started the clothing brand young and reckless that you've probably seen at like PacSun. And, uh, he, Got, he actually turned into like from like a silly kid on the show to like a super big entrepreneur. So he talks about he talks to different entrepreneurs and like interviews them. So if you're like if you like business podcasts, that's a pretty good one. It's called Short Story Long because he's a terrible uh, storyteller, and so instead of making a long story short like you would like someone to, he makes what should be a short story very long, which I think is a funny title. I'm super jealous that he got that one. Um, time suck with dan cummins this dude is like the least funny comedian ever like his jokes are so cheesy and corny but if you like just stupid humor uh time suck he basically dives in to like a a topic like i don't know say like the manson murders or some like historical thing and he'll just learn everything about one thing like one historical story or phenomena and then he'll like he'll like uh basically like tell you the story and then he'll like throw j- little jokes in there and stuff i really don't like his l- jokes as you can like tell but but some of the some of the topics that were like super eye-opening to me i didn't know about like one of them was about a japanese internment camp or that's not how you say it it wasn't the japanese being interned but it was like a testing camp that the japanese ran in their country in uh in world war ii when they were loco and uh basically talks about like how they were like torturing people and stuff and it's crazy to hear the extent that they went i think they were probably the worst people in world war ii which i know that that probably just brought to mind uh mean mr mustache but i don't know man they were just they just were a whole another level of like ruthless and uh i don't know in my opinion who cares what i think as a as a young historian um up and vanished podcast so this is one of the two uh true crime podcasts i'll mention this one is crazy. So all the newer podcasts from Up Advantage suck, and I wouldn't recommend them. I gave up on it. But the original season, Up and Vanished, you got to go back to the very beginning. Don't research it at all. Don't look into it. You'll love this podcast. Like, anyone will love this. 
and just start from the beginning and just start listening through from one episode to the next. This is a real story of this journalist who started a podcast about an unsolved crime of a missing girl in Georgia in this tiny town called Osceola. And uh, this girl was really famous in Georgia because she just went missing one day out of thin air. And no one – there was, like, very little clues, and it was never solved for years and years and years. Like, I want to say this podcast came out in, like, 2016 maybe, 15 and I think she went missing in like 2004-ish. So, I mean, this was a cold case. And and the GBI, which is the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, uh, it was like their biggest case file ever. And uh, this journalist just went in there and was like, I'm going to find out where the heck Tara Grinstead went. Like, where did this chick go? Did she get murdered? Did she run away? And he started investigating. And he went to this tiny town that she was from where, you know, if a journalist comes in and starts interviewing people, it shakes up the town because everyone is like, we don't get visitors here. And again, this is a real story, mind you, and I'm not going to spoil it. So, so don't fast forward me. But this journalist, this inexperienced young dude named Payne Lindsay, like it's his first big podcast. He goes in there and he starts asking questions that the police, I think, neglected to ask for a long time. He starts getting farther into the rabbit hole of what might have happened and pursues a bunch of different theories. And because of his work, the case takes a radical shift and there's some crazy developments. But the crazy thing is, it's not like a documentary where like by the end of it, they like sometimes they'll dig something up and it's like revealing like, no, this dude was doing a weekly podcast and I was listening to it as it was happening. And then one week there was a giant thing that happened and you're, you can wait for it the whole season. And Basically, he becomes very involved in the story, and it's so shocking. And he it, it, it's just so well done and so creepy, but, like, not too scary. Like, don't let that scare you away. Like, it's a great intro into true crime if you like true crime. Uh, and even if you don't, man, like, d- dude, just check out Up and Vanished. And uh, if you get through the whole first season, I don't know if there's, like, 20 episodes, 50 episodes, but just work your way through it. Everyone I've showed this to has just gotten super addicted and um, ended up like burning through it in like a couple weeks. And so this is a super good one if you like like a serial style podcast. But it's it's the best, dude. It's the best true crime has ever done. Um, and the next uh, true crime podcast is Sword and Scale. It's probably the uh, best, like most well done true crime podcast, but. It's just way too scary for me sometimes. So I'll look at the topic and sometimes I'll skip it. Sometimes like they, they use a lot of real evidence. So like 911 calls or like actual audio or interviews with the like interrogation audio from these murderers. And sometimes that just creeps me out so much while I'm like going on a run or like I don't go on runs, but like studying and um, doing whatever that I, I just can't have that on as background music. But sometimes it's the right amount of like just like an interesting story with twists and turns so um sword and scale is pretty lit as far as lit goes um yeah so that's that's a true crime one but it's just so brutal sometimes um so anyways so sword and scale um dude how many podcasts was that that was like 100 nah it's probably like 50 though so don't ever come to me again and ask me what podcast I listen to, because um, I'll hit you with this. I'll hit you with this uh, upkick of info to the face. Um, 
so yeah i know i just hit a major dip in energy but i literally just ranted about like so many podcasts so i think um my biggest fear in like saying what all these are is that you'll come to me and be like dude i listen to this and there's like so many bad words or dude i don't like this one and it's i just could not care less if you think that so this is just some some of those i've i listen to like once a year or less some of them i listen to three times a week so it it really depends i think there's a couple i would really highlight um i mean i'll look at the list again and I'll, i'll just go over and highlight one more time i the scott horton podcast you gotta listen to for foreign policy um I think, uh, yeah, I think You're Welcome with Michael Malice is really good. I think the David Pakman podcast is pretty good for liberal. Uh, Part of the Problem podcast, again, is my favorite. Tinfoil Hat for Conspiracy Theories is just awesome. Um, And, yeah yeah that's that's probably good for now oh and young and happy if you want to go back and listen to those um yeah so again dude my my biggest passion not my biggest passion but like my favorite form of entertainment is podcasts better than video games tv anything i'm so passionate about this and uh yeah if you want to send in something or get a hold of me and tell me what i'm missing what podcasts are cool i'd always love uh recommendations my friend actually recommended me one like two weeks ago called i forgot i forgot what it's called oh the dollop and i didn't like it at all i tried but dude super it takes some vulnerability to suggest a podcast that you love because if the person doesn't like it it's the most hurtful thing but i don't like it so but my point my point in starting that was if you recommend me a podcast and i like it that's like the best thing ever so i'll be super thankful if you guys can tell me what i'm missing and uh yeah uh dude i'm i mean this is this is my jam i love podcasts and i hope this is a little insight into who i am and uh yeah dude as things develop uh i'm gonna record another podcast here pretty soon but i think i just need to figure out what i'm gonna do but i I have a couple ideas so uh i'm not i'm not the well isn't dry yet i want to talk about my maybe when i'm out of this country and it's a little safer i'll talk about my political journey as far as just like my own ideas i'm not like a political activist but um i have a lot of ideas and i'm really passionate about politics like everyone in america is but um i'd love to talk about my journey and like do a podcast on that because people are like what are you and i'm like a pretty weird i'm not like republican or democrat so now i'm like in the 0.05 percent of americans so I'd love to have a podcast on that that I could refer people to instead of talking their ear off at a party for two hours when they didn't really want all that. Um, So I'll probably do the evolution of my politics in an episode, do like a, do one of those in a couple months if I'm out of the the old China. And then, uh, let's see. Yeah, there's a couple other things. I could talk about like my story through athletics and stuff because I in high school I uh I took a weird athletic path too and I think that would be interesting and I also still want to get some guests on um but uh yeah I want to key in on one thing when I talk to them that's that's something I really like in podcasts so dude stay tuned for that and if you love me uh you you were able to get through all this and if you you know well you did because you're hearing this part but man this was literally a guy just listing a bunch of podcasts and why he likes them so if you listen to this you probably like podcasts as much as me um 
So, anyways, podcast about a podcast, Podception, baby. Uh, I will talk to you guys next time. Peace out.